It certainly looks like Taiwan is a long way from implementing the kind of shutdowns we're seeing in other parts of the world. Our caseload remains relatively mild. But it's clear that the staff at the National Central Library consider their services to be essential. And even as the number of COVID-19 cases here slowly continues to grow, the librarians don't plan on going anywhere. I'm Curious John, and I'll see you again next week. Listening to Radio Taiwan International. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and today my guest is Claire Ho, who is actually a freshman at the University of the Arts in London. And um, the thing is that she's from Taiwan. I know her mom very well, but uh, she's back here now, of course, because of the COVID-19 uh, outbreak. Um, her school is closed um, until further notice. But um, I'm just curious to know how Claire's faring this outbreak and, you know, the quarantine and all that. So let's say hi to Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, Shirley. Yes. How are you doing? Uh, good. I'm doing all right. Actually, um, it's been, what, a, exactly a week now, I think, at, at this time of the interview that you've been in quarantine, right? Yeah, I think I have a week left. Is it bearable? <laughs> are you holding yeah, out all right? Yeah. Not really, no. <laughs> Okay. Well, first of all, um, I just want to know what happened over at at your end um, when you were still in London. I mean, the school announced that the school is closing and that everybody has to leave campus? Uh, not leave campus. It's just it won't be open. Okay. Well, what, but what does that mean? I mean, uh, apparently I was told that you kind of shared an apartment or what did you call it uh, with uh, three other classmates. And were they classmates? Uh, no, they weren't in my class. They were uh, in other schools. Oh, okay, okay, got it. But um, you all have your own individual rooms, but then you guys share the a same kitchenette and same um, living room or something like that. But you were the last one to leave. And so, um, yeah. so you're talking about this housing is actually off campus. Is that right? Or is it on campus? Yeah, that's why they don't ask us to leave campus because the accommodation is not in the same place as the actual school building. Okay, got it, got it. So anyway, so of course, when you know that school was closing, then you were scrambling to, you know, get a plane ticket, right? Was that hard? No, because I'm not the one who bought the plane ticket. My mom was just like, oh, you're going home next week and make sure to pack all your stuff. Right, okay. So you packed all your stuff. I mean... Like everything, like clear out the whole place when yeah, you said pack. I'm, I'm not coming back, so I just bought like a temporary storage place and then put everything in boxes. Oh wow! Okay, uh huh. What was it like leaving the airport there? Were they was there a lot of restrictions? I mean, uh, what did they require to do to get on a plane? Uh, it was really relaxed, to be honest. There wasn't a lot of people there because um, by that time. London was already in lockdown, so you weren't allowed to leave the house unless absolutely necessary. So 
And plus, we were going out of London. Usually, if you're going into the UK, the security will be more serious.、Mm. But because we're leaving the country, so they didn't really care as much.、Oh, okay. So at the time when you left, were they requiring you to wear、um, surgical masks? Only for like the flight to Taiwan, not like in the airport or anything. Oh really? Okay, so you hardly saw anyone wearing surgical masks at the airport there. No, except for like Taiwanese people. <laughs> Did that make you more comfortable taking out the surgical mask and putting it on? Did you put it on when you were there?、Uh, yeah, we had we had to.、Yeah. Oh, oh, but at, oh, as you walk through customs, they required you to put on masks. Is that right? Oh, oh no, not customs. Only when you're like actually on the plane. On the plane. Oh. Yeah. Because um, wait, which um, which airline were you taking? China Airlines. Yeah, it's Taiwan's national airline. So obviously, when you get on the plane, because you know here in Taiwan, it's very common to see people wearing surgical masks. Even you know, not when we were having the outbreak, because people here、yeah. in Taiwan like to wear masks on the train, on the subway,、um, just.、Yeah. To protect themselves, or when they are sick themselves, then they put on surgical masks. So it's really common to do that. And yeah, so, yeah, right. And so that's why when you say China Airlines, I thought, oh, obviously they would require you to put on a make facial mask. Okay,、yeah. so then was it a crowded plane?、Uh, it was pretty full, I think, because most of the passengers were like around my age or in their like twenties. So I'm guessing it was mostly like also college students coming back. Wow. And now it was a long flight. How many hours was that? Fourteen, I think. Uh huh. And、um, did you eat on a plane? Did you go use the bathroom on a plane? I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> hold in my pee for fourteen hours. I know. You know, some people said that they were so nervous about this that they decided not to take down their mask at all throughout the flight and not eat、oh, and not、yeah. go to the bathroom.、And、oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm thinking that、yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that, but then it would have worried me, you know, thinking about sharing the bathrooms with people who might be confirmed cases or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you didn't care. But so was it、um, was it tiring on the plane? Was there were you nervous? Were you uptight or what did you do? You watched movie after movie. What did you do? It was okay. I wasn't nervous or anything.、Um, I just watched movies and slept. That was it. Yeah, you didn't eat. I did. I did. I、oh. mean, when. There、yeah. was food I ate, and、oh, okay. besides that, I just slept and watched movies. All right, all right. Okay, so then when you got to Taiwan,、um, what did they do at the customs? Was there anything that required you to do? I heard that it was really、um, quick. I mean, you kind of like pass through customs electronically. Is that true? Yeah, you had to like scan this QR code and fill out this form thing to like prove that you weren't contaminated or、uh-huh. infected. Oh. And then they like they took your temperature like at the airport as well. At the airport, but what about before you got off the plane? Did they do anything? Did they come onto、no. the plane to? No. So it was all、no. after you get off the plane.、Uh, did they require you to put a mask or even like protective gear or whatever? No, just mask. Uh, no. I mean, some people brought like glasses, like goggles, glasses, yeah, or like raincoats or something. But all they like required you to do was to put on a mask. Ah, okay. Well, I know that your mom kind of sent you stuff, like I don't know, I don't know what she got you. Yeah, did you put any of them on? <laughs> I know your mom was really concerned about it. Oh you, yeah. Yeah.、Um, did you put them on? She sent me like masks and、um, alcohol wipes, I think. 
Oh, alcohol wipes. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't put on gloves or anything like that. Well, she didn't get that for you. <laughs> uh, no, I had like one of those eatishing gloves, but I didn't really think I'd need it. I just washed my hands before I ate. Ah,、uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that meant going to the bathroom. <laughs> more, yeah, more than. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really mind to be honest, because like they're saying like the COVID nineteen is like mostly targeting boomers, so it we didn't really need to worry as like the younger generation. Oh well, that's that's not necessarily true, <laughs> but anyway, you're brave. Okay, so I don't know if it's if it's better that you know young people kind of like not. As concerned, so that they go about their days, you know, not as worried. But I don't know. I mean, COVID nineteen does get to younger people too, and also the fact that you can carry it without showing any symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, when you got to Taiwan and after going through customs in Taiwan at the at the airport here,、um, what happened next? I mean, your parents were there, but they kept a distance from you. Did they drive you, no, or did they? they so what、there. happened? They oh, they weren't they there. there. Okay, they waited for you at the house where you were supposed to quarantine yourself. I get it. So, but、yeah. how did you get to your home? I mean, you were on your own, or nobody, nobody escorted you. No, we just I just took a taxi.、That、yeah, meant... we had like special taxis that、oh, were、yes. like specially disinfected and stuff. So, right, right. There were these taxi drivers who were willing to kind of like send,、um, you know, passengers who need to be quarantined to their. Respective places, you know, the government had to recruit those kind of drivers who are willing to risk their lives for that, you know. So yeah, but like before we got in, they like sprayed us down. So oh, spray what? Uh, where? I mean, when? I mean, like before we got into the taxi, it was like specially for the taxi service、oh, before got you got、it. into the car. Oh, got they, it. They like spray you down with like alcohol. Really, sprayed you、yeah. like all over? I mean, yeah, and like my jacket and my luggage and stuff. Wow, and then from head to toe. Yeah, basically. So I mean,、uh, you had your mask on, and so it. Yeah. It, so it smelled like alcohol, like、yeah. rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. Oh really? Who? Yeah. I don't know. Watching on the news, thinking, "Oh my gosh, what are they spraying on me? Could I get you know, get poisoned by it or something like that?" <laughs> okay. So then, throughout the whole cab ride,、um, you had to wear your mask. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then you got home, and、uh, apparently they—it's the centers for disease controls that calls you every day to make sure that you're being a goody goody and staying home and being quarantined. Is that right? Uh, no. It's just like it's like the liaison of like every area. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. Huh. I'm a little confused right now because、um, I know that procedure is the same.、Um, you know, requirements as to how you should be quarantined. Uh, and what you should be doing during the 14-day quarantine, but、um, but something about whether it's the neighborhood chief makes the call every day, or it's the oh I know now, it's if, you, if you're someone who was in contact with someone who was a confirmed case, then you would be、um, you would be monitored by the Centers for Disease Control. I think that's what it was. So you quarantine yourself because you came back from the UK. And、um, everybody now coming abroad has to be quarantined for fourteen days. So that so you're being monitored by the neighborhood chief. So、um, he or she calls you once every day. Is that right or what? Yeah. Uh huh. And what happens if、uh, you weren't there to pick up the call? 
Uh, I <laughs> you don't have know. To... <laughs> I've always picked up the call. <laughs> you have to pick up the call. So what time do, does the uh, neighborhood chief usually call you? You can tell him, like, what time is best for you. And I oh, really? Oh, okay. And what kind of questions does he or she ask? Is it he or she? It's a he. Okay. What kind of questions does he ask you? It's like a five-second call. He's just like, oh, hi, how's your temperature? Okay, bye. Oh, okay. So you have uh, a thing to take your temperature with every day. Yeah. And so uh, did you get that yourself? Did your mom get it for you or, or the neighborhood chief gave it, gave it to you? Uh, no, my mom gave it to me. But oh. you can like... Get one from like the Lijiang if you don't have one. Oh, really? For free, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so obviously the neighborhood chief was informed about your arriving in Taiwan and that you would start your fourteen-day quarantine, right? So, so yeah. he's being informed. I see. Mm-hmm. Wow. Has he ever come by your place and and check up on you? Mm, no. No. Okay. You're being good, so he doesn't need to come by. <laughs> So ideally, you have not stepped out of your house for what the last seven days. Yeah. Wow. What's it like? Is it boring? I mean, not really. I'm no. getting along just fine. You're getting along just fine. What do you do every day? Because I have like a couple of friends online, and uh-huh. we just play games together, and they keep me company. Oh my goodness! But that's talking about twenty-four hours. Well, maybe not. You sleep eight hours or nine. So that's what twenty-four minus nine. That's fifteen hours. I mean, what can you do with those fifteen hours? <laughs> <laughs> we play video games for fifteen hours. Oh well, you well at least you got uh, you know common um, what hobby and interest, and that can keep you occupied. But I couldn't imagine myself you know fifteen hours not knowing what to do with myself. Do you have a TV? Do you watch TV? You're not no, into that. No, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I I I can't stand it. I mean, do you take naps during the day? Because you have so much spare time. No, because、um, we we all love to play video games.、Um, yeah. So we just and we have we're like in the same time zone,、mm. so they get online around the same time as I do. So、mm-hmm. we just play video games for like the whole day. So、um, what about schoolwork? I mean, you don't have any schoolwork to catch up on, like bring home and do on your own or that kind of thing. None.、Um, we have like one more assignment, but they gave us an extension because of the whole thing. Oh, what what kind of assignment is that? Is that doing a report or something? A book report? <laughs> no?、Uh, no, thankfully, it's like an art project. Oh, well, you're gonna have to get out of the house to do that, right? Or or you can do that project just in the house alone. Some of it I can do alone, but、yeah. some of it I'll need to go outside to do it. Oh, good. So anyway, you've got another seven days left, and then you're out of、yeah. this quarantine. It's okay. I mean, I don't mind. And so,、um, your mom's like bringing you food every day, but they have to keep a distance from you. Yeah, we just both have to wear masks and stay at like an arm's length. Do you hope that school would start soon enough? Are you going to be able to graduate on time then? There's only one month left of our last semester, anyways, and then after that, it's summer vacation.、Uh-huh. So even if school does start up again, we're just going to wait until next semester starts in like September and then go back. Oh, so ideally you're just missing out for a one month school. That's that's all there is. Oh, that's、yeah. not too bad, I guess. Thank you so much for this time. Thank all you. All right. Well, good luck with everything. Stay healthy and safe. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Claire. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Classic Shorts: Stories from Chinese History and Literature. Hello and welcome to Classic Shorts. I'm Natalie So. Today we're going to look at some of the most famous poems from the Tang Dynasty about friendship. These are poems of tributes that famous Tang Dynasty poets wrote to their mentors and friends. This poem is by Chen Chan, called "A Message to Censor Du Fu," at his office in the Left Court. Together, we officials climbed vermilion steps to be parted by the purple walls. Our procession, which entered the palace at dawn, lays fragrant now at dusk with imperial. Incense. Gray heads may grieve for a fallen flower, or blue clouds envy a lilting bird. But this rain is of heaven. Nothing goes wrong. There have been almost no petitions. The great poet Li Bai wrote a message to Meng Haoran, who was like a mentor to him. Master, I hail you from my heart, and your fame arisen to the skies, renouncing in ruddy youth the importance of hat and chariot. You chose pine trees and clouds. And now, white-haired, drunk with the moon, a sage of dreams, flower bewitched, you are deaf to the emperor. High mountain, how I long to reach you, breathing your sweetness, even here. Levi writes about bidding a friend farewell at Jingmen Ferry. Sailing far off from Jingmen Ferry, soon you will be with people in the south, where the mountains end, and the plains begin, and the river winds through wilderness. The moon is lifted like a mirror. Sea clouds gleam like palaces, and the water has brought you a touch of home to draw your boat three hundred miles. And the last one is also from Li Bai, called "A Farewell to a Friend." With a blue line of mountains, 
north of the wall and east of the city a white curve of water here you must leave me and drift away like a loosened water plant hundreds of miles I shall think of you in a floating cloud so in the sunset think of me we wave our hands to say goodbye and my horse is neighing again and again those are some of the sentiments of the great poet Levi thanks for tuning in the classic shorts I'm Natalie Sell The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan International. You're listening to News Playlist. We've queued up some of the most interesting reports for you, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to a news playlist. I'm Paula Chow, the program host. Today, we will continue focusing on the COVID-19 pandemic. Since the outbreak began in Wuhan, China last December, the respiratory illness has been spreading rapidly around the world. The disease has killed more than 42,000 people and infected over 860,000 people worldwide. So far, Taiwan has reported 329 confirmed infections, including five fatalities. Taiwan has introduced rules requiring people to maintain social distance. Under the rules, people should keep a distance of 1.5 meters from each other indoors and 2 meters outdoors. But some are concerned that those rules may be tough to follow in a place as dense as Taiwan. 
With global cases of COVID-19 on the rise, social distancing has become the name of the game. Keeping a safe distance from other people is vital to cutting down transmission. Deputy Health Minister Xue Reiyuan says that social distancing rules will be rolled out in three steps. The first step is creating concrete guidelines for people to follow. The second is educating the public on the measures. And the third and final step will be fining people who don't comply. Space in Taiwan is limited, though, so it will be difficult to follow social distancing rules in tight spaces like subways, elevators, and even restaurants. Long lines of people waiting to buy face masks could get even longer when the new rules kick in. And as for taking someone's temperature when they're entering a public space, that might be impossible to do from a distance. Leslie Liao, RTI News. As a matter of fact. Before the government introduced the guidelines, National Taiwan University public health professor Zhang Changquan had said people should stay at least two meters apart from one another. In normal times, it's perfectly normal to go eat out or have a cup of coffee with friends and family. But with the COVID-19 epidemic raging around the world, these times are far from normal. National Taiwan University professor Zhen Changquan says people must take the outbreak seriously, adding that young people should follow social distancing recommendations just like everyone else. The recommended minimum distance people should maintain to stop the spread of COVID-19 is now at two meters. How practical is this recommendation? One customer in a small coffee shop says she wants to follow the two-meter suggestion, but the size of the coffee shop she's in makes it difficult to put into practice. Still, it's important to try. Concerts, pub gatherings, and religious events increase the risk of infection clusters or even community spread. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says that while Taiwan has not yet imposed a lockdown, social distancing is vital to reducing the risk of worsening the outbreak here. This is News Playlist, a weekly rundown of some of the most interesting news reports brought to you by RTI. Watch along on YouTube if you like, or close your eyes and enjoy these stories by way of sound. Taiwan has kept a tight watch on people under quarantine in order to halt the spread of COVID-19. On the front lines are local office clerks who check up on the people in quarantine every day. They also deliver supplies, answer questions, and handle complaints. And what's more, they are on call 24 hours a day. A district office clerk in Kaohsiung, southern Taiwan, checks up on a resident who's under quarantine. Sometimes she turns on the video function to make sure they're actually in their home. Every day, this clerk has to check up on over 70 people in quarantine. And her work isn't limited to just making phone calls. Some days, she has to hop on her scooter and deliver food and medical supplies. She does her rounds and delivers the goods, carrying half a dozen bags over her shoulders. Ever since the coronavirus outbreak began, this clerk's workload has skyrocketed. She's practically on call 24 hours a day. If anything happens to one of the quarantined people that she's monitoring, she gets called in. Sometimes people call complaining about the quality of food or the insufferable boredom. But as busy as she is, unless you're in quarantine, you'll probably never meet her. She's just one more of Taiwan's unsung heroes in the fight against COVID-19. Leslie Liao, RTI News. While Taiwan is not under a lockdown, 
Department stores now allow customers to pick up their purchases at the door so they can avoid crowds. These days, department stores let you order your product and pick it up at the door. And if you drive, you don't even have to leave your car. Salespeople can bring you your takeout order or what you bought from the department store. She says it's really convenient as you can pick it up when you want to. She says it helps you avoid the crowds. It's lines like these that people are trying to avoid to lessen their chances of getting COVID-19. Hospitals now have signs like this to show you how to sit at a safer distance. These are ways we can protect ourselves and others from the new coronavirus. Natalie So, RTI News. There is currently no vaccine for the novel coronavirus. A borough chief in Kaohsiung, southern Taiwan, recently gave away a large quantity of onions to help his neighbors maintain their immune systems. An older gentleman is calling for his neighbors to help unload the truck. His name is Cai Chuan Shi, and he's a borough chief in Kaohsiung's Qianzhen Township. As it turns out, he has paid close to 100,000 new Taiwan dollars, or 3,300 U.S. dollars, out of his own pocket to purchase 1,000 bags of onions for his fellow neighbors. Onions contain organ sulfur compounds, which can help boost a person's immune system. This quality makes it an especially valuable addition to the public's diet since there is no vaccine for COVID-19. A functional immune system is a person's best line of defense against the new coronavirus. The local households are all happy to receive their bags of onions. Many have expressed gratitude for the borough chief's generous act of kindness. Jake Chan, RTI News. The COVID-19 outbreak sends demand for cloth masks soaring. A small Taiwanese village is cashing in. Once known for making socks, the village is now helping people protect themselves from coronavirus. Orders are pouring in, and the factories are now busy around the clock, something unheard of in the past 20 years. Zhanghua County's Shetou Village is serious about socks. This village has a reputation as a sock manufacturing capital. But the COVID-19 outbreak has put socks on the back burner. Now its factories are churning out cloth masks and mask covers. Workers here say they are having to work overtime to meet demand and orders coming from around the world. The owner of one factory says that each order includes at least 100,000 masks. To fill those kinds of orders, mechanization is key. At first, the masks were handmade by workers, but a production line of five workers can only finish 10,000 masks a day, while a machine can finish five times as many in the same amount of time. That's why machines have now replaced workers at this factory. It's not clear how long mask mania will last, but the factory owners of Shetou Village are making sure their plants will stay busy for as long as they can. Sure, the COVID-19 outbreak has left Taiwanese people unable to travel abroad, but that doesn't mean they are unable to go anywhere at all. In fact, a recent music video promoting the southern city of Kaohsiung has led to a renewed appreciation of just how much variety Taiwan has to offer travelers. Taiwan has fallen in love with a song by Malaysian singer Namewi singing the praises of Taiwan's southern port city, Kaohsiung. One reason is the way the music video showcases the city's beauty. There are the dragon and tiger pagodas at Lotus Lake, the views of the city's light rail line, and much more. 
At a time when COVID-19 has shut down international travel, people here are suddenly realizing how much the city has to offer. More broadly, the music video also has people coming to appreciate how much there is to see and do in Taiwan as a whole. Take Pingdong's Jiupong Desert, for instance. It may not be large, but with the right camera angle, it can make a good stand-in for Sahara. Those craving European architecture can feast their eyes on Pingdong's Lady of Fatima Parish Church. And those dreaming of Tibet but unable to make to the Potala Palace will find Tainan's Tibetan Temple a real treat. From culture and cuisine to landscapes and natural wonders, Taiwan delivers. Shirley Lin, RTI News. And that's all we have for this week's edition of News Playlist. For Radio Taiwan International, I'm Paula Chow. See you next week. Bye-bye. Our president came here last November and to Taiwan was one of the first countries that he visited. In that trip, he told me, how can we connect the Taiwanese people to Guatemala? And we were discussing and we said, okay, the coffee, coffee should be a very good connector. Hello and welcome to this week's On The Line brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Wong. Taiwan and Guatemala have had diplomatic relations for more than 80 years, and the ambassador of Guatemala, Ambassador Willy Alberto Gomez Tirado, said Guatemala will continue to support Taiwan's participation in the international organizations. Ambassador Willy Gomez presented his credentials to President Chai Ing-wen in August 2019, and he said his embassy will continue to promote Guatemala to the people of Taiwan adding that they plan to open Guatemalan coffee shops. Due to its growing conditions, Guatemala produces excellent coffee with a different variety of coffee types. Coffee, the ambassador believes, can connect the peoples of Taiwan and Guatemala even more closely. To find out more, we are joined today in our studio by the ambassador of Guatemala, Ambassador Willy Alberto Gomez Tirado. Taiwan and Guatemala have had cooperation in the area of medicine mm-hmm. even before the uh, coronavirus outbreak. Uh, can you tell us about the cooperation between Taiwan and Guatemala in this field? Yeah, the, the cooperation has been um, in many areas in the health sectors. Uh, one of these is um, that Taiwan is helping us bring in some doctors here in, in, in Taiwan to learn about different specialties. Uh, for example, last year, um, there was a delegation from uh, Guatemalan doctors coming here to study by a year, uh, entire year, to study about um, kidney transplant. And oh, why kidney be, transplant? Be, be, because it's, it's something uh, that it's very um, common and we don't have the, res- the enough resources to do it in, in Guatemala. Uh, after that year, uh, we have uh, one of our doctors. It's, it's like the main contact right now in Guatemala. If we have a special or a complicated case, uh, he arranged with the Taiwanese uh, hospital to bring the people here from Guatemala to uh, Taiwan. 
The other um, help that we receive is about um, medical missions. Uh, uh, at least once a year, we have medical missions of uh, Taiwanese doctors going to the um, countryside in Guatemala. The countryside in Guatemala, it's, uh, uh, we have a lot um, work to do uh, in the countryside. Uh, if you go to Guatemala City, you're going to uh, feel like a very nice city. It's uh, like a very modern city. Uh, but if you go to the countryside, it's not the case. Uh, we have a lot of poverty in the countryside. We, we lack of resources, and uh, there are at least once a year we have um, Taiwanese um, medical missions of very good uh, doctors from, uh, like uh, doctors of um, for the eyes, for the ears, for uh, lungs, uh, many doctors, many doctors to to help us in in the countryside. What diseases are uh, prevalent or commonly found in Guatemala? Uh, there, we have a lot of the diseases, um, but um, we have, for example, an, a sector that it's in the east side in Guatemala that it's very uh, desertic and dry. Uh, we have a lot of desnutrition. There, uh, it's. Uh, I believe that's the main problem that we have in in that place because uh, Guatemala is like divided in the east and west. In the west, uh, well, it's the opposite because it's uh, we have a lot of mountains there and green and everything that you uh, plant grows very fast. Uh, but in the east coast. Uh, in the east side, it's uh, very dry. Uh, actually, we call to this um, place the the dry hole, or the dry highway, because it's like um, it's an it's like a, a big space that uh, nothing grows there. And, uh, it's so dry. It's so dry. Uh, we have a lot of poverty and hungry there. It's, yeah, I really that's the main the main problem that we have in in, in Guatemala. One other cooperation is in the area of maternal and neonatal health. Yeah, actually, uh, in, there is a hospital uh, that Taiwanese government helped to equip, um, but there is not just help in the equipment. Uh, it's about the doctors that were trained, the equipment that we had, and the procedures that we received. It's like a complete uh, health in neonatal uh, newborn um, health in the newborn sector. Newborn sector is, but it's focused on trying to help uh, in critical cases. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, for uh, newborn uh, babies, babies, yeah. and yeah. and uh, we, of course, there's also cooperation in the area of agriculture. What projects are going on right now, Ambassador? The, that's interesting because, you know, something that uh, uh, that I um, really enjoyed in my um, mission here in Taiwan is to try to understand how to um, uh, use in a better way the the, the help that Taiwan help uh, give give to us, and I really believe that. Taiwan has the if, if you define Taiwan Taiwan is innovations innovation in many sectors including the agriculture and that's the the help that we have received it's about innovation not just uh talking about um 
devices or or technology of uh, computational uh, computer technology it's innovation in whole sense uh, even in in the way to to process or to, in the way to to treat uh, an our an a seed or something like that uh, right now uh taiwan implemented um center uh for the bamboo um treatment and it has been very successful because we have a lot of bamboo in Guatemala but we're not using that you have used in here uh, for example in the construction sector even as a food uh, uh, you know for me it's, it was very new uh, that uh, bamboo, bamboo should, should be a food yes <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. So it can be used in various sectors as food for the bamboo shoot, mm -hmm. for the, uh, uh, you know... Um, construction. Construction, for every aspect of yeah, life. Yeah. It can be used for handicraft mm -hmm. with a bit of innovation. I yeah. think it can sell very well. And uh, we have a very good climate for the bamboo, and the, the bamboo grows very, very fast. Uh, uh, it uh, actually uh, I I had in in Guatemala in my uh, backyard I have uh, some bamboo fences uh, not like natural fences made by bamboo uh, it grows oof uh, super easily. You're listening to Underline brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Wong. Today I'm speaking with the ambassador of Guatemala, Ambassador Willy Alberto Gomez Terrado. Now, Ambassador, many Taiwanese, I suppose, do not know very much. Mm -hmm. They know very little about Guatemala. Mm -hmm. So what has your embassy here done to promote your beautiful country? Th that's a good question. And we, um, we have, uh, I came um, last July. And since I came, um, my main mission is try to connect Guatemala to the regular Taiwanese citizen and we were thinking because we have a very good relationship yes. uh, diplomatic uh, with the diplomatic area for many years and uh, the relation is going to follow and we have been friends but the the, the, the Taiwanese citizen uh, it uh, he has to understand what's the relationship with the Guatemala and Taiwan. And we were thinking uh, about some projects to do it. One of these, it's uh, uh, the present, our present came last uh, November. Uh, even uh, before he um, his inauguration, um, he came here last November uh, to Taiwan, was on one of the first countries that he visited. But in, in that trip, he told me, Okay, how can we connect the Taiwanese people to Guatemala? And we were discussing, and we said, okay, the coffee, coffee, it's it it could be should be a very good connector. One of the know? best coffee in the world. Yeah, one of the best coffee in the world. Guatemalans have has one of the best coffee in the world. Uh, and we said, okay, let's open. We're going to open three coffee shops to. For, from Guatemala to connect uh, to the um, Taiwanese people and to serve Guatemalan coffee only. Uh, and to serve Guatemalan coffee only. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to serve some other products from Guatemala there. For example, we have one of the best rum in the world. 
our rum is called yeah. Sacapa, yeah. and it's one of the best in the world. We want to have some spaces to promote Guatemala here in, in, in Taiwan. We're going to start. Uh, the the plan is that maybe we're, we're going to have two of these ones in Taiwan, in Taipei. And we're going to have another one that's going to be mobile. Uh, You're going in, around different places. Different places in, in yeah, Taiwan. I, th I think uh, the, the embassy should promote that, should let more people know that there are two coffee shops that serve Guatemalan coffee, yeah. one of the best coffee in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, and we're uh, very excited about that project. Um, I believe that the coffee is going to serve as a connector. Uh, yes. You know, the other thing that we want to promote, it's about the Spanish. Because uh, Guatemala is one of the best places in the world to learn Spanish. Because our Spanish is very neutral. Um, you, you have like two kinds of Spanish, you know? The, the, yeah, the, 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 the Spanish from, from Spain yeah. and the Latin America and America Spanish. America Spanish is it's more um, neutral than this the Spain one um, and you know it's um, in the in the American Spanish one of the most neutral uh, Spanish it's the Guatemalan one mm -hmm. um, if you make um, if you compare learn Spanish in some other places and in Guatemala there is a lot of benefit to uh, Uh, learn Spanish in Guatemala. So this is what you are also going to promote. Mm -hmm. And a final question, Ambassador, what do you like most about Taiwan after Ooh, serving here? No, 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 no. This is a, a very <laughs> tough question. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really, really love this country. It's, it's amazing. Uh, Uh, trying to choose uh, just one thing that's very complicated because it's about the the food. It's amazing. The food here is uh, I really like it. The food, the people, the people. You know, the people. It's very friendly. The safety, safety here in Taiwan. Um, uh, my children they go to the school at bus walking. Uh, Uh, it's 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 very unique in the world maybe you as taiwanese uh, you 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 can see that like a common thing mm. uh, but uh, if, as a foreigner i can say it, you the the um, uh, safety that you feel here it's very unique yeah mm -hmm. um the um, landscape uh, the mountains that you have uh, the um the the scenarios that you see it's 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 amazing and and okay it's, it, i i love a lot of things here in taiwan yes and we do hope that there will be more promotion between taiwan and guatemala in the future even now faced with a crisis such as coronavirus and we have been joined in a studio today by the ambassador of Guatemala, Ambassador Willie Gomez. Ambassador, thank you very much for coming to our studio today. Now, it's a pleasure to be here and thank you for inviting uh, us and, and trying to promote and talk more about uh, Guatemala. Guatemala, it's, um, uh, I believe, and one of my mission is try to promote here Guatemala like an um, American hub for mm -hmm. Taiwanese uh, um, people and Taiwanese companies. I believe that we have the potential to be the new American hub for 
uh, Asian um, companies and Asian people. I guess I believe so too. And that wraps up this week's On the Line brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Moon. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. Thank you.